Welcome back to Push Push. I'm Danielle Davis. I'm Shannon Kessler. And we are your girlfriend's guide to Formula One racing. I almost just forgot my name. <laughs> I'm like, Danielle, you know, myself. you've been doing this a bunch of times now. You got this. Come on. <laughs> I just had a very strong mental break right then and was like, who am I? And that may be more indicative of my life in general right now. But yeah, I went to introduce myself and despite being myself for this whole journey, I forgot my name. <laughs> You know, so, what anyways, I'm Daniel Davis. I remember now, oh. you know, <laughs> it's great to have you back, Danielle. Thanks for, thanks for joining the show. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back to myself. Um, we have had a busy off the grid. We had another off the grid weekend together. We really have. I really enjoy our time that we get to spend together off the grid. And even when it's kind of like a surprise, like we didn't even really know this was going to happen, but here we are the best plans are always kind of last minute. So, um, we, we left the grid, we left the racing world and and we we stepped into Shannon's world, a a world of glitter and rhinestones and five, six, seven, eight. We were at a cheer competition. Shannon came alive. I did. This is where I thrive. This is where, cause I don't get to go very often. I don't get to go back to my roots very often, but when I do, and I go to the, my homeland, the Mecca, if you will, it's just, I'm greeted with open arms and big hugs and lots of glitter and loud music and sound effects for your nerves. I mean, it's the best. I just absolutely. Can you hear the excitement in her voice? (laughs) My goal for us in 2022, we can never, it's going to take us years and years but I want to have the same energy that you had at this. It was the Jam Fest Super Nationals Cheers, that Super my Nationals. daughter was com- mm-hmm. competing in, and Shannon's husband is like a big boss at. Um, and so we went up and had a, a fun little weekend in our home away from home, Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Um, but my goal for 2022 is to be at like a Formula One race and have people just come into the woodwork and be like, hey, girl, because <laughs> it's going to take us about 10 years, I think, for to get to that point. Um, but I felt like I was with a celebrity. I felt like I was walking pit row, uh, with one of the wags of F1 with Kelly Piquet, uh, because <laughs> it was next level, next level. Oh, you're too kind, Danielle. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> she was, she, she had it all. She was the P- Kelly Piquet of the Indianapolis convention hall. <laughs> So we had to come down maybe a few rungs from the pit row, but you know, it is what it is. Hey, you know, I've been, I've been in this industry a long time and listen, you can take yourself out of cheer, but you just can't take cheer out of the grill. You just can't. So, and it's like, as soon as you get bit with the cheer bug and everybody there has obviously been, been bit, like you you just, you can't ever leave. Like there's always going to be a piece of your heart that's there and everyone always just welcomes you back when you come back. So it's, you know, it was good to be home. So to give you a little bit of backstory, my daughter is seven and she started cheerleading, um, like a year or two ago. And this was her first big competition, but to give more backstory on, um, on Shannon, her husband is very involved in cheerleading world. And Shannon used to own a cheerleading gym. So she's like very, this, that's her niche. That's her, her original formula one. Exactly. That's Um, how I, that's how I came into this world. (laughs) Um, but I was like Caddy Heron, uh, at this cheer competition, people were like, what are you like from another planet? Because I was asking so many questions. I understood very little people kept asking me what, what level is your daughter? I don't know. She, she's on a team. They perform at this time. That's when they compete. 
I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know what she's capable. I don't know what they're capable of. I don't know anything, but I just walked in there just a sponge. And that's kind of like the way I am with formula one, just a sponge, just trying to learn it all. And sometimes I feel like that's the the best place to be because then you're not jaded. You come in and you're like, oh, I've experienced this for myself. And now I get to ask the questions and I'm like, this is how I want to consume the sport. So I think it's fantastic that you came in as a newbie and that you're, you know, a ride uh, along for the ride for your daughter's journey and cheer. And, you know, honestly, yeah. you've got a great tour guide right here to give you a front row seat to what you need to know in the world of cheer. Do you guys think that I could convince my five-year-old daughter to get into go-kart racing so they could do the same thing with Formula One that I'm doing with Yes, I fully support this idea and I will put my girls as the pit crew and changing her go-kart tires. It'll be great. It'll be a family affair. Yeah. I just, I, th- it's the Earl Woods in me that just wants to throw my kids into sports that I find interesting. And then that I'm throwing myself in the best. My daughter really does love Oh no, she loves it. Just, I mean, that does, she just I'm not forcing it. her. She lives for yeah. it. It is, it is her, her jam. Face. She loves to shine on a stage. She loves the makeup. She loves the bright lips. I mean, she's found her calling. Yeah, it is. So again, I'm not, I mean, I love it for her because I think it's, I just love, I told Shannon, I love a niche community, which is why I have loved F1 so much. and I've gotten so into that too. So when we were, we were talking a little bit of F1 with people up there. We were trying to get people on the, yeah, on the we, train. We were, we didn't find too many fans, but no, we no, it's, it was a little harder this time. Planted a lot of seeds. We, yeah. we were doing our work as F1 ambassadors. <laughs> yeah. We still have more work to do. I think at that, in that front, but So today I'll give you a little rundown of what we're talking about today, because if you follow us on Instagram and if you don't, why don't you? It's rude. Yes. Just go Um, hop on, pause the pod now and go ahead and just give us a little like on the the gram. You'll enjoy it. Have one push push. Um, I did a little reel yesterday. There's a kind of, uh, preview of what's to come today. I did one on our smooth operator, Carlos Sainz. Um, and we're going to be diving in a little bit on Carlos in today's episode. But before that, uh, next month, only in a couple of weeks, actually, they're going to be releasing uh, the new cars. So <gasps> I was going to give a little breakdown on the new cars. Then we'll talk about Carlos. And then we're going to talk a little bit about Lando and his new girlfriend. Some little wags off the grid because, you know, that's our favorite, one of our favorite sectors. Well, you know, what else are we going to talk about? There's no racing going on right now. So we've got to find, you know, things that the F1 community is doing and this sounds appropriate. So they're training now though. Vacation's over. Vacation is over. And I'm enjoying watching those behind the scenes of like them all hooked up on the machines and like the sensors and on the the treadmill, just like gunning for it. Still looking for Lewis. Still looking for Lewis. Lewis. Mercedes keeps posting about him and I keep being like, Oh, does this mean he's back? Right. No, he's not back. I need someone to just, you know, confirm that Wellness the, check. he's been scanned into the building. <laughs> and we have eyes and sensors on Lewis. I mean, maybe they haven't. Guys, maybe I'm he hasn't been it. in the building. I don't, I don't know. know. George has been don't tight-lipped. He's not saying anything. Toto's been off the grid. Well, you know, George can't 
you can't be the new kid at school and then just start throwing gossip around. You know, you got to be that's true. Tight lipped. He's tight. He's very professional. Always buttoned up. That one. I didn't always take his shirt up. off. And then it's like, here's my abs. Oh, then he's on vacation. <laughs> George on vacation. Love it so much. Um, okay. So next month, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about the new cars. New cars. Yes, let's do it. So next month, a lot of the teams have been releasing the days that they're planning to unveil the new cars because there's all kinds of new rules from the FIA and new specifications um, on what you're allowed to do to your car, what you're not allowed to do to your car. Some things I think teams are happy about. Some things I think that they're a little miffed about. I think a lot of the rear wing things, um, I'm going to preface this to say, I know very little. And by very little, I mean, so tiny little about car engineering. So this is a very like dunces, <laughs> uh, <laughs> guide to it, but I watched a couple YouTube videos. So, <laughs> so you feel like you're semi-professional. I get it. <laughs> I feel confident enough to tell you about four things and Ooh, okay. don't ask any questions. Oh, okay. Got it. No in-depth. It's again, the iceberg. So like, I know this much, but there's a whole giant iceberg underneath the water full of information that engineers could probably break down for us in a much more insightful and professional way. All right. Well, give us what you got. What's number one? Number one, the biggest change is that the wheels are now going to be 18 inches instead of 13 inches. So a much Uh larger wheel or tire, well, like wheel in general, Um, and you lose basically what they're doing is because of the increase in the size of the tire, you're losing a lot of the sidewall on the car. Um, it hasn't changed as much of the wheel. Well, I, I believe, I don't know if that's exactly the term, the wheel well on an F1 car, but they're losing a lot of the sidewall, but the, but the tires are supposed to provide more grip and, um, more suspension. It's all like a huge suspension. Okay. That was because I guess the last round, like there was an issue with the suspension of the tire. That was going to be my next question is like, I understand like widening the tires, but that's obviously going to change the body composition of, or the composition of the body of the car. So. Yes. And so, um, it's also going to change the steering a lot Mm -hmm. because bigger tires or yeah, tire. they're going from 13 to 18. Yeah. That's their bigger yeah. tire. It's going to be tighter, like a harder to steer. Yeah. And so they were talking about how a lot of the like old school drivers may have an issue because they're going to have to change their driving style or really like the first few races, I guess, adapt to what the changes in these cars are, because that is making a big difference in terms of the steering. So okay. I feel like we know. might be able to see a difference between people like Fernando Alonso and um, Sebastian Vettel, some of the like more veteran seasoned. Mm-hmm. seasoned drivers, but I don't know, I guess time will tell on that. Another thing is in the tires, um, they're going to have temperature vibration. And there's one other thing, but I don't have it written down sensors um, to track basically the tire degradation. So to hopefully, yeah, so there's, I guess that is supposed to help monitor the whole process more and then help with, um, like tire failure, because we know we saw a ton of tire failures. The one at Baku being like a huge blowout, no pun intended, (laughs) 
Um, so I think that's, you know, that's a big pro. I don't think that some people are as happy about the tire size, but I do think that the sensors are something that they're okay. excited about. That's yeah. That's very interesting. Um, another thing. Oh, and another thing like on the tire size, it's, um, it's going to like reduce the suspension issues, but it also creates less latency on the steering, which is kind of like what we talked about. So, um, and then one other thing, the barge boards are gone. Those are like the things on the side. I would, I'll, I'm going to share this link to this video in our, okay. um, in our stories and maybe I can save it. Um, but we it was very to, helpful. We need to we bring need back some... our, um, F one Oh one series. This would be a good yes. time to reboot that. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe when we get some more of the actual images of the cars and what they, um, look like and what their specific changes are we could probably do a little. And then what the last thing that I figured I'd mention is that there's going to be big changes to the floor of the car, like the bottom. So it used to not be all connected. And now it's like going to be all, there used to be like an opening in it on the bottom. Now that's all connected. And then there's, they've created um, these floor tunnels on the side to like pull the air in and create more downforce on the car. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, which that part I think everyone is pretty jazzed about, but I think that there's some changes um, to the the like the wings in the back of the car that people. So basically, whatever Mercedes had on their car that Max was poking around at, <laughs> um, that is not allowed anymore. That's a very specific term that I just gave you. <laughs> so you're saying those the things rear, that Max was the rear wing? They don't have those anymore. No, they have it, but they've been making, like, they made some major changes to like what's allowed in terms of the rear wing. Okay. So the car is going to look a lot different. I would really like to see the pitch video on these tunnels that they created, but like the guy that was like, you guys watch this and he just hits play. And it's like watching like all this, like new technology come inside and like stream the car out. I'm so excited. I can't wait. Oh, I know. And the things you can really see it on the sides of the car, like on that right next to the wheel, they're like these little, like kind of look like fans or like air vents, but they mm-hmm. suck the air in and then push the car down. So that's going to be cool. Yeah. So we've already gotten some days of when the cars are going to be announced. It's, I think the first one is February 10th. Um, <gasps> that's so soon. I know Who, uh, Ferrari had a big, uh, let me hold on. Okay. I have the list. Up. I'm looking Sorry. Danielle it. really did the, the legwork on this episode. So I'm really just asking questions today. I'm, I'm, I have no notes. Um, <laughs> lots of questions. <laughs> oh <laughs> yes. Yeah, so many questions. Um, Mercedes is going to be on the eight. Uh, theirs will be on the 18th of February. Okay. Um, but the first one is Aston Martin. And I think you may have mentioned this last time because when you were talking about how Lance or Lawrence Stroll in the new car, Aston Martin is the first. They're going to be on February 10th. Um, and then McLaren on the 11th, Ferrari on the 17th. Oh, and then actually this says Mercedes is on the 13th. And then the rest haven't announced. But basically, if you are someone who's following the F1s on the Instagrams or the socials, they've all been doing these really cool release videos it's kind of like when a college football team does like a new uniform release they've been putting up these cool videos to promote the countdown to the the new car so 
That, wow. that week in February is going to be lit with car info. I just got so excited. We're going to get it's so cars. soon. It's so soon. <gasps> you guys, I think it's going to be here before we know it. We just got a little bit longer and we're going to get some F1 back in our life. <sighs> this is great. This is a great yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. Countdown to the new cars is on. It's on. Oh. And they'll all, a lot of them will be live streaming. So what service do we need to sign up for? Like um, Sky Sports. Sky Sports? Yeah, I think we need some Sky Sports. Making notes now. Sky Sports mm-hmm. accounts. Got it. Yeah. Uh, Mercedes says that theirs will be streamed digitally, but I don't know what that means. If that means that it's going to be like on their team site or... But McLaren says it'll be on Sky Sports. As, so. as McLaren would. Okay. Yeah, as McLaren would. And then Ferraris is going to be on, um, I think, on their social channels. It so. has to be on their social. They're the most social butterflies of the group. They're, I know. They're so cute, too. Um, so, yeah. So, get ready because mark your calendar. Set, it, set an alert because it's on. So. Do we have an F1 calendar? Is that out? I yeah, uh, it's a no, 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 not like the. I'm talking like a flip calendar, like <laughs> like a twelve. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, they released the schedule, Shannon. No, 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 no. So People make, need to make plans. Like yeah, no, I, I'm gonna hop on a Snapfish today. And make myself a oh, and calendar. calendar. Yeah, we should. Gosh, if we could get the rights to those images, we could make such a great calendar. I mean, I guess we can make them ourselves for so personal good. use only. Personal use in the studios. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we could create a guide for everyone to create their own. And it's just like, which driver? Yeah. Is in. Mm -hmm. Let me go ahead and make another note. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, also Red Bull has named a new car. I didn't know that they like named their cars. Um, but this is the RB 18 is the the one that's coming out. They haven't said when it's going to be released. Am I going to have a giant eye roll with what the name is? It like. Max I know, like, did you think it was gonna be or like... something? Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know, can't stop them or something, some bullshit. <laughs> They're not vanity plates. <laughs> um, so yeah, really, because but, Max I mean, is putting a number one in his car, I feel like that's pretty vain, but honestly, that is it. You know, I don't love the flex, but I understand why he's doing it. So like, do you boo? But I mean, from a merch perspective, it's pretty smart to have a whole new line of merch you can only use for one year, but that's oh, like yeah. a whole revenue stream of like, you know, world champion. Yeah. Gear. I'm not mad about it. I'm just bitter. That's all. Yeah. I'm gonna let yeah. it pass. Okay. Yeah. I'm just gonna call you Betty over there. Just that's bitter, fine. bitter little Betty. That's fine. That's fine. It does make sense from a merchandising perspective. I get it. Especially with like what a machine, like the Red Bull merchandising is. I mean, we went to one rate. We've seen it at a bajillion that people, people love the Red Bull merch. They do. And yeah, I always find this so funny that the Alpha Tori, like every time you see the inside of their car, it's alphatorifashion.com. That it's like, you don't need to care about the operation. They just want you to care about their merch. And I also don't hate that. <laughs> their merch is pretty healthy. Their merch is pretty premium, though. It is. It really is. Your Drew got a, a Yuki, Yuki Sonoda. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, you got a Yuki Sonoda hat, and I love it. And it has the um, the red sun, like, underneath the, the bill. It's very, it's premium. Whoops. Listen, Watch I might need table. to get a, a, a Yuki Zippy. 
Those, oh, yeah. I mean, those zippies are so nice. I digress. Okay, we'll get back to the fashion in a while. But what, let's talk about something even more hot and exciting, Danielle. Ooh. What do we got? What do we got? We are talking about not Sweet Sweet Charles Leclerc. Instead, we are talking about his fiery, spicy partner, Carlos Sainz. Carlos Sainz. Mr. Chili Pepper himself. Um, Carlos really came on at the end of last year and finished really well, overtook Charles, not in my heart, maybe in my mind, but not in my heart. Um, but we just felt that he has a, he's a good, he's a very, um, he's a very good story. He's also so riche, so premium. (laughs) Um, he always just looks so like, it's like a little bit tousled, like tousled, yeah, but like also but very put together. Right. It's like a groomed, put together, like casualness about him. Yes. It's very European. Oh, dripping European. Yeah. Uh, he just, he's got it going on. And right now he's all up, no downs. So we thought, why not talk a little bit about Carlos? Because... He's great. And he has okay. a good backstory. Okay. So I, I know our, nothing about Carlos other than he's been coming to Mallorca since age zero. <laughs> H zero. <laughs> we need to share that clip that what's the name of that podcast that we yeah. think it's a lulzy. Yeah. They did a whole bit on how Rish Carlos signs is and it's pretty lols. Um, okay. So Carlos signs Vasquez de Castro, otherwise known as Carlos signs jr or simply Carlos Sainz, uh, is a 27-year-old from Madrid, Spain, and he is from a premium racing family. Similar similar a little bit to uh, Sergio Perez, who we've talked about in the past. Um, his dad, although not quite as crazy a father, I'll, like I think he's still, still like a little bit, yeah, very passionate, but not quite at the level of yeah not running around the racetrack like (laughs) you know that kind of hoisting his son on his shoulder (laughs) yes and his dad does come into play in some of his career at you know when we start so we'll get to that um he has had six total podiums in his time in f1 um and one fastest lap and last year he finished fifth in the points so great year for carlos um, he's from a racing family. He is the son of Carlos Sainz senior, a double world rally champion and the nephew of Antonio Sainz, another former world rally car driver. And you know, what is rally car? You ask, yes, well, Daniel, what is rally car here? I am to tell you, um, it's a series that's governed also governed by the FIA. And it currently consists of 13 three-day events driven on surfaces that range from gravel and tarmac to snow and ice. So they basically go around the world and do the, they're more off-road races. Um, And his dad and sister still um, compete in a different version of, it's like an eco rally car right now. Wait, Papa Sign still gets in the car? Mm Mm-hmm. Dang. It's mostly his sister, but sometimes they do, I think, events together. How old is his sister? Um, I'd have to look it up, but I think okay. she's around his age. I think she's uh, older, actually. So I think she's probably around 30. Do you, do you know her name? Um, her name is 
Blanca Sainz Vasquez. <gasps> Blanca Sainz. Yeah. So she's near. Um, or no, and he also, well, he has her and then he has, no, sorry. It's Anna. Okay. No, that's not, hold on. Okay. I just follow her on Instagram. Oh, but fun. Yeah. So and he has more than one sister. Like he has two or we don't know. Hold on one second. On no this. worries. Basically they do this. You, they all, and I also have saved a bunch of photos of Carlos Sainz and his dad and his family. And, um, and so I will share more like info on that, but yeah, they drive together in extreme E. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And That's it's basically cool. kind of like rally car, but it's more, it's like eco rally car basically. Okay. You can, yeah. It's the, okay. As reported by motorsport.com earlier this month, the 58 year old was expected to compete in the inaugural campaign of the all electric SUV off-road racing championship. <clears throat> so I would really like to 58 see 58 like, and he's just popping in the car. That just doesn't, I mean, honestly, 58 doesn't really seem that old. Like it seems pretty No, I mean, it have. looks great. Yeah. Um, but an, an eco, an electric SUV that off-roads like that, like that's super interesting. And now I would really like to take a dive into that, <laughs> that arena. Cause that sounds really, really cool. Oh, it's super interesting. If you look at, um, their Instagram, I'll share it in our stories after this, but they do all kinds of these races together. And she seems like a total badass. Um, so, you know, that's awesome. I'll, I'll, I mean, maybe we can do a deep dive on maybe at some point, but, um, I think she's older, a little bit older. Oh no, she's, oh, I don't know. Anyways, I didn't get into that. I just, that was no, that's something okay. more new casually. I was just honestly curious, um, would she grow up looking up to Carlo, like her brother, or was it kind of like, did he look at her as like inspiration? So that was really my only thought process of like older brother in, or younger brother, but it doesn't In really the matter. true patriarchy of the internet, it's very hard to find information. Understood. Very, very understandable. <laughs> um, you know, they, they care more, a lot more about, about Carlos. Yes. Obviously he's much uh, more famous, but that doesn't mean that, but okay. But his dad is like, was legit this dope rally car racer. He raced for Toyota. Okay. And so rally car they're the teams are more of actual like car manufacturers. I mean, obviously F1 has that, but it's more, um, like name brands. So it's like Toyota, Subaru used to have a really good team. Um, Ford has a team. Um, Pew, uh, Citroen has a team, Citroen or whatever. Um, they have a team. So, and he's raced for a bunch of them, but he Volkswagen has a really good team. So they're more, um, and the cars look like cars. Like you get in the car. They're not as like, they're not like an Indy car or an F1 car. They're an actual Car car. car. Okay. Car, car. Cool. Um, so anyways, that's the family he's from. So they're very you know, versed race. in auto sports. Yes. And he has uh an older brother named Antonio, or that's Carlos has uh his uncle Antonio was also a rally car driver, not quite as accomplished or decorated as uh his as Carlos Sr., but he was also in the fam. So it's a, it's a family affair. Per okay. Se. 
That's um, why they've been going to Mallorca since zero years zero. old. Mm-hmm. Age zero. <laughs> um, that's why that's why they can afford to just hit hit up Mallorca. And that's I think also where he met his chicky Isa. But we'll get Isa. into her. She's so cute. Mm-hmm. She's so cute. And they are very private. And I love that about them. And I, you know, I just Team Ferrari, what can I say? I love him so much. I do have a question. Are we going to talk about his cousin since we're talking about family or does that come later? I think maybe that comes later. I didn't get to get as deep. That's his, okay. I, <laughs> I just Honestly, love- I love his cousin so much. I think he's the worst and the best all at the same time. My favorite part of Drive to Survive is the fact that nobody else's manager gets introduced at all. Like we don't meet a single other, think about it. Three seasons. You don't see another racers manager, not one, not a one, but don't think that his cousin didn't get hot on the mic. Be like, clip me in, set up the camera. Cause baby, oh, we talking about right. my boy, Carlos. And honestly, we could all use someone who in our family that supports us the way that his Carlos's cousin, cousin does. Yes, absolutely. Like find someone who loves you the way that Carlos. Is. Well, he's always in the garage. He's always, oh, always. in the press. He's always just over the shoulder in some picture that Carlos is in. And he's the ultimate, ultimate hype, hype boy, you know, just yes, there for him. Fun fact, Carlos has no tattoos. No tattoos. That's interesting. Yeah. Maybe if he wins like the world, maybe he's like uh, our boy. Why am I having a brain fart? Zach about Brown? The guy from No, from Renault. Oh, um, Cyril. Cyril. Yes. Maybe he'll be like, if he ever wins, he could. Do you think it'll be a chili pepper? Oh my gosh. I would love that so much. <laughs> I would love that so much. Yes. His sister's name is Blanca science basket. I do love that I was right. It's pretty. Yeah. Um, his family's all exceptionally good looking. They are just, you know, this is a fun research project for you. I'm, I'm very happy. <laughs> oh, it was a great research project. The visuals were, were lovely. Um, Okay. So anyways, his dad is a famous, um, rally car driver. He of course starts with carding as one does. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's very successful in 2012. He was in the British and European formula three championships for Carlin. Um, he raced for dams in the 2014 formula Renault 3.5 season. And then he won that championship, which is when he gets the he gets the call mm. and they say, Carlos, come on over to Toro Rosa because we want you to be on the squad. And so the, here's where the, you know, his career starts at the same team at the same time as a 17 year old up and comer named Max Verstappen. Yes. So their first season in formula one, both of them were together. Carlos was a bit older. Um, I think Carlos was 22 and which the difference between being 22 and 17 is it's huge. You know, five years, isn't that big of a difference when, you know, you're 32 and 37, but it's a huge difference at 17 and 22. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he started, um, with, Red with Toro Rosso and he was on Toro Rosso, um, until 2017. Then he goes to, uh, Renault and then he goes to McLaren and then he hits up 
Ferrari. So he's actually been in like he, well, he was a development driver for Toro Rosso in 2013 and 2014. Um, he makes his first like jump onto the scene in 2006, 15, 16. So, but he was a development driver for a couple of years. And then they, when he comes up, his premier season is the same as our boy Max Verstappen. Interesting. And there are lots of rumors. Carlos is pretty private and pretty, he keeps a good like PR. You know, there's not a lot of scandal. There's not, he's not one to really um, talk, you know, he's not going to the mic and stirring up shit basically like we know that we know our people who we love that stir up shit we know we got we can always count on max and lewis to kind of dig at each other you know we can get some jabs in a little bit like some sly ones from valtteri you know sometimes some sly comments from daniel but always gonna get it from alonzo oh always the pot adding some paprika to that shit just being like yes oh he throws it on he's just all over it Mm -hmm. Um, But not a ton with Carlos, but when he was at Red Bull, there is rumors that there was no love lost between the two of them. Their first season, they both were pretty similar in terms of like how they were doing. Neither one of them being like, you know, in first place, obviously, because I think Lewis probably won every single race that year, but, um, but doing similar like kind of the same way that him and Charles are right now where like they're having about the same staying on the same course one maybe have one race better one but then halfway through the season Max kind of starts catapulting up and Carlos kind of simmers out now there's a lot of like inter um, articles and interviews that talk about how his car had some issues and that there wasn't like as much focus on fixing his car or whatever, but that was a whole thing. And his, and here's where his dad comes into play. So his dad and Joss Verstappen, Carlos senior and Yas were like, they, they, I mean, no surprise because none whatsoever, because if there's anybody giving Max any run for his money, Yas is not having it. Yeah. So, uh, I found a few articles and one said, if you believe the rumors, you'd think that Max Verstappen and Carlos Sainz time together at Toro Rosso was an all out war complete with racing dads who despised each other, bitter infighting and a final vicious coup that allowed Verstappen not signs to replace Kvyat at Red Bull. And so there's all kinds of rumors too, that like Yas was going to Christian Horner and making a whole thing about. I believe that. I believe that to my core. Yes. Uh, And so when they both, okay. So when they both joined Toro Rosso, Verstappen was at 17 and Sainz was three years older than him. Um, So not five, but the Spaniard had much more experience because he'd been driving a lot longer in like formula three and in all of those come and as a development driver. So everyone kind of thought that Carlos was going to be the one that got the bump up to Red Bull. Um, but you know that Yas had had other things in mind. Uh, at one point, the, according to the current Alpha T- Tory team manager, Graham Watson, Red Bull advised the two dads that they, quote, really had to take a step back, end quote, when their sons joined the squad. Because 
they were like, you got to cool put a time out. <laughs> yes. He was like, you can't. Um, and I, I, this is a quote from when science was on, um, beyond the grid. It was a big blow when Max got promoted to Red Bull at the 2016 Spanish Grand Prix. I always had in mind that Red Bull really wanted the Max Verstappen phenomenon to go to Red Bull as soon as possible. And I always thought that he obviously deserved it, but I also felt that I deserved it at the same time because I felt I was not getting outperformed or beaten that often for there to be a very clear cut between him and me. And I think a lot of the infighting happened too, because Carlos senior thought that they were kind of putting a priority on max on the team. And then like, again, with his Carlos had a lot of issues with his car halfway through the season and they never really, um, I guess, rectified all the issues with his car. You know, that so. makes a lot of sense because if you remember back in season one of drive to survive, when you're, when Max and Daniel were partners and mm-hmm. Daniel was like, I'm on the team too, guys. And like, right. but everybody was like, Nope, we're putting all of our chips in on Max. Everything happens with Max. So, I mean, I believe that storyline to be a hundred percent true. If, you know, if Carlos is like, uh, guys, I can deliver. Hello. Hello. And they're like, no, 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 no. We want this guy. So he. So interesting. I just want to take this for a second. Um, The, the fact that they were very similar drivers and what you see, what you can do when you have full support of a team, like imagine like, is Max that much better or is it just he gets the support? Because if they were on the same trajectory, mm-hmm. Carlos Sainz is fantastic too, but didn't have that push, that financial right. support and all that support from their team. This could be a very different story for Mr. Sainz. True. Like he could easily be in that. In your sense. Mm-hmm. And um, there was all kinds of rumors again that Verstappen blocked Sainz. Um And so they asked him about it on this beyond the grid episode and the episode's a few years old, but he said it, this is a quote from Carlos. It was, it is a very difficult question. Says signs you could ask him, but I think that we got on. Well, we had our rivalry of course, but I wouldn't think he'd go to helmet or Christian and say, no, I don't want Carlos. First of all, because the moment you say that you sound weak. And second, I don't think he ever really said that, but he says he doesn't think Max said that he doesn't say that he think that he doesn't think that his dad. So, uh, can you also put a link to that podcast up, Danielle? Cause I'd be very yes. interested to in taking a listen. Yeah. I want to do, I listened to some of it, but I want to do the whole thing. Um, but since it was like a couple years old, I didn't want it to like totally, um, yeah. cloud your vision. Yeah. Yes. You're better person um, than I'm, I do. I get clouded all the time <laughs> with these things. <laughs> Another fun fact about why Carlos is such a great fit at Ferrari um, he speaks Italian fluently. Yeah. I don't know why days. that's surprising. They all speak, you know, multiple oh, languages, so which many is languages. so, so yeah. impressive. I love it so much. He just looks so good in red. He looks like a Ferrari boy. I hope he never leaves. I hope he wins hope he championship with Ferrari. I do too. And, and that's why he's been such a good fit for Italian teams, because obviously Toro Rosso now off Tori was an Italy team. And, and so, uh, you know, he just... Smooth operator just got in there speaking Italy, making friends. Like, so one thing I think too is interesting because, like, 
clearly having a good relationship with your partner is key. And I think that that's one thing that he has done a really good job at as at all of his, um, at every stop he's been on, um, because he's kind of in more even keeled. And although he's our hot chili pepper, he doesn't, you know, have that same personality type. His dad might, but I think that's why he's been a good teammate. And I think that that's why they brought him into Ferrari. And I've read a bunch of articles about this because, um, like he's such a good fit with Charles Leclerc. Now things could get a little bit more dicey now that, cause Charles was obviously the premier driver when the season started. And now they're, you know, basically at the same space. So I, I think that that's why next year is going to be really interesting. And I think obviously he has a lot of buzz at the end of the season. People are really excited to see him on the grid um, and see what he can do, especially in the new car. Cause Ferrari has big plans for their new car. Um, so, you know, Carlos will be coming big. I, I hope so. Come on, Carlos. Let's go. Yeah. And he, so, you know, he has had, he's done well, six podiums, one fastest lap, but he has not, um, won a race yet. So, you know, I think this is the year he, he, in 2019, the Brazilian Grand Prix was his first podium with a third. He finished second at Monza the following year, um, before departing for Ferrari. So at at McLaren, he also kind of helped break the McLaren podium slump, um, which was a big thing as well. And then he scored his third and fourth podium finishes by finishing second, um, at the 2001 Monaco grand prix. And then third at the 2021 Hungarian grand prix and then finished out third, but he's still has elusive P one. Oh, you I think this is the year for him. I think so too. I really think this is the year of Carlos signs. I do too. I think it's, it's all happening for him. I can't wait to see now we know that maybe his dad or his dad's not going to go all, you know, Sergio Perez's dad on us, but you know, who might his cousin. Oh, for he's going to be hoisting Carlos up on the shoulder. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I want that so much for all of us. I want it for Carlos. I want it for his cousin. I want you, it for the cameras. I was going to say like, if they do drive to survive season five, like they're going to have to give up their own spot to Carlos's cousin. I wish we could have a, you know, how shows do a, like a web series, yes, like a one-off, you know, to support things. They're like, we don't need a full show, but like, we'll do five, 15 minute episodes. That's what I need. And his name is Carlos as well. Uh, (laughs) um, so, oh, and a fun fact, he's a, he's has been a member of Volkswagen factory lineup for cross country rallying since 2005. So I guess he also is in the sport in the into the motorsports yeah i mean but i live for how much his cousin loves him is the cousin is this antonio's son like is that the linkage that this cousin comes from oh that's a good question i think so let's see yeah i love i love i want someone to love me the way (laughs) carlos's cousin loves carlos anordo loves carlos signs well, I think we can so. agree that there is somebody who does perceive to love someone as much as Carlos's cousin loves him. And that is Lando loving his, Oh, is it Louisa? What's her name? 
He's oh yeah. His new girlfriend. Yes. Speaking of girlfriends, before we get oh, into oh, Lando oh, oh, and okay, his sorry. new chickie. Oh man, that segue. You just got to do a little, that was a beautiful segue and I'm really sorry to ruin it. No, that's okay. I jumped again. Sorry. I didn't know. But we got to we talk about, about his cutie, cute girlfriend, Isa. And okay. This is one reason why I think Carlos keeps it right and tight when it comes to the press. That's because sweet Isabel Hernandez, uh, they've been in a relationship for almost five years. His chicky, they met on the on Mallorca, uh, okay. where they would summer. Um, and she is a press officer. She's a PR girl. Huh. Well, that explains a lot. Look at She's that. a press officer for Scalpers Company and Victoria Collection, where she promotes the brands through social networks, advertising, and newspapers. Um, but she went to school for PR. And I mean, she's also obviously like an Insta model or like people send her clothes and she posts about them, but our girl's a professional and she's a PR girl. And you know, she keeps Carlos just buttoned up. Well, I know that your PR heart just grew three more sizes. I love, they're (laughs) a close second to my obvious all-time favorite couple, Charles and Charlotte. Yes. Well, they are, they're absolutely adorable and I love when we get to see paddock walks with, uh, with Isa. I know. And she doesn't come. She's not like every race, you know, she's got her own, she got her own own shit to do, but, but yeah, she keeps it buttoned up and Lando's new girl keeps him buttoned down. Yes, she does. If she's even wearing buttons, that girl is. There's no buttons. No buttons. Just lost bandit. Loosen up her buttons. Speaking of another uh, F1 adjacent (laughs) girlfriend, Nicole Scherzinger. Done, yeah, yeah. Well done. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So let's. Okay, that's our story on Carlos signs. I have. I can always do more, but I thought we should just get a little bit more background. And I do think this stuff with him and Max is pretty interesting. That is very interesting. I had no idea that. that honestly, I didn't even know that they raced together. So, thank you for enlightening me on that piece of F one history. Yeah, I didn't really realize that. And it's also good to know that uh, it's not just Lewis and Lewis's dad that, you know, that the Verstappens are really just making friends everywhere they go. You know, elbows out. That's just how they (laughs) roll. (laughs) So anyways. Yeah. But before training started, our sweet, sweet Lando has been out just getting he, him a new wag. He was doing all the modeling. Have you seen the backpack photos? I don't, no. I think it's to me. In fact, we'll have to find these oh, and post these. So too. premium. Like, Land, Lando really turned it on for the to me backpack advertisements. Um, I was like, wow. Did he shed know. the little boy? And he's like a, uh, he's a man. The, the, the angles were good. The angles were good in this photo shoot. I mean, he still has that. I think he's always going to have a baby face. I think that's yeah. just his cross to bear. But he, they really did a great job of making him look um, legal, you know, in <laughs> Legal. <laughs> um, Do you want to – it's like I'm not a boy, <laughs> not yet a man. Like he needs to do yes. his own version on it's Britney's very gym. Much- Pretty, pretty Spears vibes trying to find his way. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Um, but definitely it, it, when, when we first saw these pictures pop up of Lando and his new girl, um, he seemed to be, and still, I still feel this, like the first girlfriend that is oh, like the real girlfriend, you know, like he's like, yeah, and yeah. I, I'm going to say handsy, but not like in like a weird way. He's just always got hands 
on her. You know, like I think it's kind of in that way where you're kind of like stop touching me a little bit. Like when I, yes, we all had like a boyfriend like that in seventh grade. <laughs> this is exactly it. I feel like this is Lando's seventh grade girlfriend, and she's clearly <laughs> not. This is not her first boyfriend. I don't. It, she doesn't give no. the vibe that this is her first. Is this even her first like F one or famous? I like, don't know. But we're gonna. I'm. She's gonna be on the list now. But I. We're. She's new to our feed because I. We. I started following her like on the push push account. So like. Oh yeah. yeah getting yeah. inundated with her just like from all of her back stuff. So I'm like, oh, she posts all the time. I'm like, no, she's new to our feed. This is how it happened. So yeah. You know. The Instagram is just giving us everything she's ever things. done. I mean, she's incredibly beautiful. She's a model. Um, I don't know how they met. So if anybody has insight on that scoop, please let us know. Cause I am curious. I would love to know how they met. And we do have uh, a follower in the DM who keeps us very impressed. She, we actually, when we do a deep dive, we should do one. Um, we should invite her on for Lando because she yes. knows all the scoop on all the girlfriends. I guess Lando's old girlfriend is now Pierre's girlfriend. That and was there's like some a whole COVID thing. controversy about right. like who gave who COVID and who was quarantining with who. Yeah. It's about like, it's a lot. It's a lot we need scoop. a whole family, like one of those charts that they used to do in like entertainment yes. weekly where they'd be like this person and this person and they're all. Like, oh, that's a great idea. I can't hmm, working on a new template there too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like who's dated who and then they like crawl, you know, then it breaks up and then there's a kid and then, you right. know. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's a whole, <laughs> that's a whole story too. I think that there would probably be it take up too big of a piece of paper. Like I, I it would be like or a their faces slide would be like that tiny. Exactly. It would be like and scroll through, guys. Keep going. It's a poster. Yeah. It's a poster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but Louisa really is um really enjoying the spotlight and her role as Lando's uh Lando's gal. Of course she is. Especially if she's trying to go more mainstream because you got to get like a British driver, not to go more mainstream, but like if you want to connect with more of the English speaking world, you got to get you a British driver. Is she, is she Brazilian? I think I, she's got to be right. I figured you would have known that from your extensive <laughs> research in her uh, Instagram deep dive. I mean, they're all Brazilian, right? Like all my, my sweet girl Issa's not, she's, she's Spanish. Is she? Hold on, yeah, we're gonna. She's from she's from Spain. You know her family summers. I want to be someone who summers, <laughs> uh, right? I mean, and I'm not talking at like the lake. I mean, <laughs> no, like, no, no, like Como. Then I'd be fine to summer there, but yeah, yeah. The, or like I could summer at like Lake Tahoe, but it has to be like a premium lake. Not I don't right. need to like not like Lake Nolan. <laughs> like that's a <laughs> lake here in Kentucky. Like. I need to be at a, like a premium, like experience. Exactly. And I will say like Lake Cumberland here is, you know, big money in those boats, but that's not, I need, I need like cosmopolitan life and luxury is what I need <laughs> for I my mean, submarine. Exactly. Like it needs to just be, <laughs> you know, a little more elevated than what we currently do. <laughs> like when we talked about mustique, like I need to be submarine, like I need to be hitting my York. I need to be on an Island. <laughs> Is Mallorca in Spain or is that in, in Greece? It's an island. But where? No, it's Spain. Okay. It's off the coast of Spain, right? It, I I mean, I think so. It's I should know this. I was a Spanish like 
major. Yeah, did like, you and study I did a, abroad? I did, I did. I did a lot of books. <laughs> In she, Spain? <laughs> yes, it's a Spanish island. Oh, She's 22, okay. a famous Portuguese fashion model. Spain adjacent. <laughs> Spain adjacent. Spain, um, social media influence and Instagram star. It oh, says obviously. that her net worth is approximately 2.5 million. And she was born in no- 1999. She's 22. Ooh, 99? Guys, Ooh. that's bleak. I was in college. That hurts my heart. <laughs> Oof, 99. Oh. All right. Well, that's a hit for me right now. Yeah. I wasn't wasn't prepared for that one, but. I'm not prepared for someone who's was born in 99 to just be, you know, hobnobbing all over the world. Right. And we're just hanging out here. (laughs) Rolling up with our boy Lando. And then we're like, oh, okay. So you're just going to be in a desert in Dubai and come out with your relationship. Cool. We're just going to have to read about it on the internet. It's not a bad it's not a bad gig though. Like when you're young and you, I mean, could you imagine dating a formula one person when you were like 22 years old? No, I can't even nope. imagine. Nope. 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 No, I think no, just, I, uh, I know we need a whole wags episode that you guys that's coming next. I, we just, my brain we wouldn't be for. able to. Yeah, yeah. We need to throw it out the window. It's all wags all the time. All wags. This is now a wags podcast. We could, <laughs> this is a wags podcast. Um, what it like, the other thing is, is you could take just like three wags or four wags, two teams of wags <laughs> and just do little pinpoints all over the map where they go and yes. vacation. And it would be every single premium, like most deluxe resort vacation spot, like destination jets, like the in the world. Yes. I mean, I was just trying to go to like the beach (laughs) when I was 22, just like a beach, like a Florida beach. A beach, right. And they're just hitting up like the most premium beaches and resorts of all time. Listen, if I went anywhere other than Myrtle Beach, I thought I was on the up and up. I was like, yeah. (laughs) You're like, yeah. Fancy now, bitch. Look at me stunting on them hoes. Yeah. Not my orcas. (laughs) We've gone in a full circle. We've been talking. We went from talking about tires and wheel wells to look at that. Just wags. Wags. (laughs) Our favorite conversation. All roads lead back to wags. (laughs) Also, we were worried. We weren't worried. We were just debating whether Kelly Piquet and Max were still together. And we've confirmed they're still together. Yeah, they're still together. They were in my she name. wasn't going to let that go. No, she's got her hooks, claws sunk into that boy. We talked about this, though. He, I, she has a kid. Like, he, she has a whole family, she like has a life a kid and drama. With the Formula One race car driver that Max replaced on Red Bull. Right. Like, we talked about this. That he, Max just stole his life. He totally, like, talented Mr. Ripley'd him. Yes. He just took it all. He's like, I'm going to take your job. I'm going to take your chick. And he's like, could you just stop acting like my kid's dad? I mean, he may not. I'm just saying that. But like, he just really settled into his whole life. He's like, oh, this is nice. Thanks for keeping my seat warm. You know who would never do that? Carlos Sainz. Carlos Sainz. Never. 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 No. He's a family man. We all saw that table in in Mallorca (laughs) in Drive to Survive. 
with his whole family, just a lovely meal, a lovely meal with like white wine for everyone. That's how, you know, in the background, background, it's like a nice fish lunch with wine. Oh, it was so nice. My dream. Yes. Like that that lunch was catered by some beautiful, talented chef. I'm sure their house, like that's their family home. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. They have staff. They, yes. It's insane. They have people on the payroll that just make them a lovely midday lunch. Rosita just rolls in with fish and wine and it's like, here you go, Carlos. I know you like your chili peppers. I got you some spices. I would love, that's what they, he should like auction that off for charity. I could never afford it, but like just a week, not even a week, like a three day where you get to join them on their family vacation. You just get to. Yes. And I want to sit next to the cousin right next to him. Oh yeah. yeah, He's the one that's got all the dirt. He got all the secrets, but with a heart of love, full of love. Yeah. He's going to tell it to you in like the jokingest of joking manners, but you're going to be very concerned when he tells you what he tells you. (laughs) You're like, whoa. Yeah. Do you think that Carlos's cousin and Issa get in fights about who loves Carlos more? Yes. (laughs) He's like, I'm walking with him on pit road today. You can't, you can't walk with him today. Do you think they duke it out on Valentine's day? Oh yes. I think he sends them both gifts though. He sends them both gifts. He has to. Yeah. Yeah. Different gifts, but one's full of the same amount of love. Right. That's just Carlos, you know, keeping everybody happy. Just a, a man of the people. Well, Danielle, <laughs> also, I'm done- very pleased to know that I my map of Spain that I clicked on, the Googler was like, you've been here before. And that made me feel good. I mean, it's been a few years, but the Googler knows that I've been there. <laughs> Look at that. Keeping yeah. tabs on you, even all these years later. Oh, always. Yeah. I mean, it knows I've been to like the Circle K as well <laughs> as Spain. <laughs> true story. Yeah, That's true. Highs and lows. Highs and lows, Highs and lows. people. <laughs> where we are. <laughs> Sorry, I cut you off. I did not mean to No, that's that. okay. Just I was excited. just going to say you, you've done such a great job today. I appreciate your uh, bringing all this Carlos knowledge into my day. I'm just going to, I feel like I have no choice today, but to have a big giant smile. Carlos smile and I'm so happy about it. So I really appreciate that. Yeah. He is a joyful, he kind of reminds me of like a really happy Muppet. <laughs> and I say that in a way full of love, like not in a like Dagger oh way at all. Gosh, if we could do a Muppet show with Carlos Sainz and Daniel Ricardo, that would be Oh my gosh, like, and Max Verstappen would make a good Muppet too. He would make a good like Oscar the Grouch style Muppet, like a No, but he has the same like Muppet mouth. Wide mouth. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but imagine Carlos's Muppet with the eyebrows. The big thick eyebrows. Yes. And, and then Daniels the would have the real and it would have the real thin, the narrow, narrow face. They'd be like face. a Burton Ernie of Formula One Muppets. <laughs> the pair I just didn't know I needed in my heart. It's but true. It. Oh, universe, please hear our call. <laughs> Could we contact what's like the Sesame Factory, like the Sesame Street Dream Factory or whatever? Like we need to make this happen. You know, Sesame Street is super inclusive. And, you know, they're always wanting to bring new things to fans. I'm, You know what? Writing on my list. Right. place I'm going to write to Sesame Street when we hit in on this podcast. Um, it seems like a great crossover promotion for them. You know? I agree. So. I mean, if you want to grow sports in America, you start with Sesame Street. Start young. Start them young. Yeah, start young. That's why soccer's done so well. You start them young. 
then they could go into a whole F1 cartoon, kind of like Paw Patrol, but like Grid Patrol. Or like the Muppet Babies. Muppet Babies. So yes. like of You guys, we got to go. We're so busy doing <laughs> all the things for F1. If we that happens so and ideas. we don't get production credit on it, I'm freaking coming for them. <laughs> if we don't get an invite to Mallorca after all of this, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. What if we just went to Mallorca and we're like, Hello, science. <laughs> Do you have room for those mas, por favor? Those mas will work. We'll work for accommodations. Yes. I could be like, a I don't very work the good whole cabana day. girl, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm really good at cleaning a pool. I can get a pool deck to be like nice and pristine. I have wait staff go. experience. I can do a nice tray yeah, balancing same. I mean, yeah. I can pour a glass of wine one-handed backwards. It's good. Oh, yeah. I'm good to go. Good to go. We're both proficient in Espanol. See, si. so you know, comprende, comprendo más que yo puedo hablar. That's my favorite to say. <laughs> I can understand more than I can speak. So just speak at me, and I will try to. Yes, I'm ready. And we're ready yeah. for Mallorca. <laughs> just write it down for me, and I'll be like, un momento, por favor. Okay, bueno, sí, sí. <laughs> I think that the Spanish Grand Prix should be Grand Prix should be on our list. Ooh, we would thrive. We, we would really thrive on that one. Oh, anyways, you put know, it on the of, board. I know out of all the places I've never been to Spain. What? I've never been. But didn't you say you like, Oh no, you studied in Chile. I was in you? South America. Yeah. Yeah. Chile. You it. would love Spain. I, I know lovely. my brother has studied abroad in Spain, but I, I didn't go on that trip. Just people didn't. are lovely. There's so many people that look, uh, gorgeous, like the science family. Yeah. It's a good time. And they're very friendly. It's like the most friendly European country. I feel like, okay, well it's time for us to go. So sorry. We've (laughs) spent a lot of time talking about Carlos. So I'm going to go book my flight to to Spain. Who's coming with me? Yeah, here we go. Until then next week, we're going to maybe talk some wags. I don't know what our deep dive will be, but, um, I'm going to share some more photos and information on our Instagram. So this is why you need to go follow it. F1 push, push. Mm -hmm. Um, And please make sure to rate, comment, subscribe, do all the things um, wherever you consume podcasts. We would love you more than Carlos's cousin loves him. So (laughs) until next time, push, push.